welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, June the 30th. And wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's life. I wish you God's goodness. I wish you God's grace today. Thank you for being with me, truly. I mean that sincerely. Uh, For those joining us for the first time, my name is Joe Zink. I am a lay Catholic minister. And uh, usually every Friday, at least that's what I try to do, I drop down, um, uh, look at the readings for the coming weekend's liturgy. Uh, This weekend, it will be the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm going to look at not only the gospel, which I will always do, but occasionally I'll put either the first or second reading with it. And today I'm going to put that second reading with it. It's just way too good not to hear. And so, brothers and sisters, I won't do a whole lot in in, uh, preparation. But as always, again, thank you for being with me. Uh, More importantly, I just thank you for opening yourself to wherever this word needs to bring you and this word needs to bring me. Um, And that's that's what this is all about, right? And so I invite you to quiet yourself before you listen. Be that in the car, be that at home, be that on the walk, be that wherever you are. And uh, just open yourself, invite the Holy Spirit within to uh, plant whatever that seed needs, uh, that the, the Spirit of God needs to plant within your heart and within mine. And so we break open God's Word. Uh, for those who want to follow along, the second reading is going to be out of the book of Romans. Uh, I'm sure this will not be the last time we read out of Romans in the coming weeks. It, there's just so many beautiful things within that book. Romans 6, 3 through 4. 8 through 11. Oftentimes, uh, you may hear this reading at, at funerals. It's, it's one of those that's so good. So Romans 6, 3 through 4, 8 through 11. Then we're going to go to the gospel, Matthew 10, 37 to 42. Let's break open God's word together, shall we? A reading from uh, the letter of Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, Are you unaware that we who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were indeed buried with him through baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might live in newness of life. If then we have died with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. We know that Christ, raised from the dead, dies no more. Death no longer has power over him. As to his death, he died to sin once and for all. As to his life, he lives for God. Consequently, you too must think of yourselves as dead to sin and living for God in Christ Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Again, what I invite you to do, was there an idea, an image? Was there a word? Was there a phrase? Did Paul point to something that spoke to you perhaps for the first time, maybe for the tenth time? That's where the Spirit, I suspect, is going to invite you uh, to wrestle with, because that's where the Spirit's going to um, speak. And that's where the Spirit has something to say to you. Stick with that, okay?
And if nothing did, we got the Word of God coming up in the Gospel. And so, my friends, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up their cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because they are a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous person because they are a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, they will surely not lose their reward. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, first of all, remember, for those who have been listening here for a little bit, this is our third week back in ordinary time, right? We've been reading out of Matthew chapter 10 each one of those weeks. If you recall, the first thing that Jesus did two weeks ago when we were reading on the 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Jesus called forth those common people, people no different than you and I, people with, with similar uh, foibles and similar blind spots and similar gifts. And he invited these people to be that inner circle, the ones that we call apostles. And he was preparing them, right, to send them out on mission. And last week we heard about that uh, as a fire-up speech. He's getting ready to send them. Well, we, this gospel begins almost on the exact heels of where we left off last, last week. I want to say there's two or three verses that were skipped in between. But essentially, Jesus, again, is still talking to this inner circle, preparing them, getting them ready, because you know when you're going to preach the Word of God, it's not going to be easy, and it's not going to be received well. And so he is, in a sense, strengthening them for this journey. Read, of course, that he's strengthening you and I for this journey, because we are called in no less way, none, to go out and to preach that word. Last week, we were to listen well, right, to that voice of God within us and proclaim it from the rooftops. And what he tells us here today, so again, what do we have today? Jesus says, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. So he's saying this to them and saying, listen, you're saying, yeah, I'll go out and I'll preach the word, but I'm not going to do that until, you know, after my, my, uh, parents have passed away. In fact, that'll come up in a different gospel, right? Uh, where somebody says, listen, let me bury my father first. And Jesus says, let the dead bury the dead. You follow me. That we don't wait until some period in the future. You know, if we love father or mother more and, and, and choose that first, Jesus says, no, today is the day. Um, 
and uh, and we're not called uh, to be, um, you know, just kind of staring behind or, or looking back, you know, kind of seizing that plow and moving forward. Whoever loves son or daughter more than me is, is not worthy of me. Now, listen, I'm a parent of five. And that one cuts close to home, right? I suspect there's more out there who are, are feeling the same way. Whoever loves father and mother more than me, whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy. It doesn't end there. And whoever does not take up their cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Basically, Jesus is saying, listen, father and mother, son, daughter, even your very self, none of this, none of this comes before God. Now, my friends, I know none of what I just told you is a surprise. Uh, We've heard this reading. We know what our God invites us to. But I also want to say this. They are not mutually exclusive. It's not a question of, I come to a fork in the road and I either have to love God or I have to love my parents. I either have to love God or I love my children. I either have to love God and be a martyr and, uh, and, and wear a hair shirt and, and, or whatever, in whatever way, you know, put on a frown the rest of my life because discipleship is a life of, of you know, no joy. Or I have to love myself, right? I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. Um, I think it's a both-and option. But I think what our God is telling us is not that we cannot love ourselves. I mean, goodness sakes, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself, right? If we don't love ourselves, we're not loving our neighbor very well. Um, and uh, and I, I don't think Jesus puts children in our lives not to love them. He's just saying, Jesus is just saying, listen, don't put them on a pedestal that they cannot occupy. Uh, don't put them on a pedestal where they, as good as they are, son, daughter, mother, father, self, don't put them where they don't belong because there's only one that belongs in the center. There's only one that belongs in that place where our lives revolve around. Um, that's the one that we cannot do without, right? Um for if we love our children more than we love God, they become our God. And not only then, I mean, I, and I'd even argue at that point that that's not love, that may be control, that we are controlled and we are held by them. And, and in a sense, we are imprisoned. Now, um, we are called to love them well to raise them well, to, to help them become who they are meant to be in Christ uh, with the gifts that they are for the purpose for which they have been brought into this world and sent out on, on, on mission. And that is theirs to decide. It is not ours. But we are called as best we can to help groom them for that role, but then to let them go. Even if those decisions and those choices are not what we would have them make. I want to tell a story. Now, this is mine. This, I, I've told this story before. For those who have listened to the podcast for the last two plus years, you've heard me say it at least two more times. It's a true story. Uh, I can't even tell you. I don't remember. I, I want to say Father Willie Vandaloo told it. Uh, and I think I'm right when I say that. Um, but it happened to him. And so this is going to be in the Diocese of Green Bay. I'm going to tell it as best I can remember. And I think I get the, the main points correct. Um, 
So Father Willie was a, a priest. Uh, he's retired now in the Diocese of Green Bay. Marvelous man. And uh, one Sunday, uh, one of his longtime parishioners, uh, a gentleman, you know, I don't know, middling age, maybe a little bit above, came to him and was uh, just furious. Uh, his daughter, the apple of his eye, uh, had gone off to college and came home after the first semester and was pregnant. And every dream that he had for this daughter died that day uh, when she told him that she was pregnant. And this man was livid at God and said, how could a loving God, how could a God that I have been so faithful to all my life, how could this happen to me? I want nothing to do with this God. And, and told Willie, you will not see me darken this door again. I'm done. And marched off. And true to his word, the man didn't come by again for years. But about three-ish years later, uh, Father Willie was standing at the door welcoming people before Mass. And lo and behold, he saw this man come up with a little two-year-old holding on to his finger, walking along toward the back door of the church. And um, the man came up to Father Willie with tears in his eyes and said, Father, I, I'm a fool. He said, um, I cannot imagine my life without this two-year-old in it and what a gift she is. Brothers and sisters, that's what Jesus is inviting us to, I believe. Uh, that our agenda for our mom or our dad, our agenda for our children, our agenda for our very life is not ours. That in a sense, yes, we guide it. We, I mean, listen, we're not called to just jump out into the winds and hope our God, you know, takes us in whatever direction that's going to happen. In our intellect and in our heart of hearts, through our prayer and our dialogue with God and our openness, we take steps and we move forward. But we do not know ultimately where those steps will end up. And we have to let go of that idea. We cannot love that agenda, that control, our idea of our children, our parents, or our loved ones, or anything around us more. We have to open up our hands and allow the Spirit of God to move and live and have its being in our midst and shape that life and shape that reality as the Spirit needs to do so, right? As the saying goes, we are not uh, our, our life is not about us. Excuse me. Life is not about us. We are about life. Now, the reason I, I love I love that second reading, Paul, out of Romans for so many reasons, but ultimately, brothers and sisters, he's talking about death. Brothers and sisters, are we unaware that we, you and I, every one of us listening to this, have been baptized into Christ Jesus, and therefore we're baptized into his death. We died to our very self. And we rise this new creation in Christ, right? Another Christ. And that very essence invites us every day to pick up our cross and carry it. We were indeed buried with him in baptism into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so too might we be. That's it, brothers and sisters. Our whole journey. And, and listen, I, I, I know what I'm saying here is true. I know it but I don't do it well. Um, but this is where I need you to remind me. And this is where I get through the word to remind you. 
We are called to walk with empty hands, hands wide open, uh, thanking God and praising God for the children and the families. Uh, and by the way, this whole gospel idea is he's inviting us to invite the church to be family too, right? Those who receive a prophet because they are a prophet receive a prophet's reward or a righteous person or, or even a disciple, you know, who's a little one, whatever it is. Hey, open your family and, and expand that idea of who family is. We are brothers and sisters. You and I listening to this. We are brothers and sisters. That's what our God is saying. But we have to let go of all that control because we don't need it. We have died to what our needs are so we can rise in what Christ has for us. You know what? We're going to fail today. And, and when we rise tomorrow, let's attempt it again. And, and the day after that, it's all okay. It's where our God invites us. But that's the essence of the journey, that we, we, we walk not with clenched fists, but with open hands, in gratitude, not either or, but a both and. God, thank you for our families. Thank you for those ones you've given us responsibility. Thank you for those ones who raised us. Thank you for the life you have given us. Thank you for those who come into my life. May I treat them uh, as family because they are. And may I die to whatever agendas and control and idea I have so, Lord, yours can manifest itself slowly but surely in my mind and my heart and in my life. Let's pray. And so, my friends, we uh, continue through the joyful mysteries, the third joyful mystery, appropriately enough, huh? the incarnation. Jesus is born. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. 
Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Have the best of days, the best of weeks. Thanks for being with me today. Be well, and God's peace.